This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 16th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate sets Vilsack vote. Farm wages up 6%. Baldwin takes reins on ag approach. Senate sets a Vilsack vote. An end is finally in sight to the wait for a new agriculture secretary. The Senate has scheduled action for February 23rd on Tom Vilsack's nomination to return for a second stint as head of the USDA. That means that USDA will go more than a month without a Senate-confirmed secretary to make the critical decisions needed to move forward with President Joe Biden's agenda for the department. Farm wages up 6%. The USDA survey that will be used to set the 2021 minimum wage rates for the H-2A program shows farm worker pay rose 6% last year on average. As usual, there is considerable variation in wage increases from region to region. For example, wage hikes were lower than the national average in Florida and across the southeast, but increases were significantly higher than the national average in many states, including Iowa, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, and much of the West. In California, the average wage rose more than 9% from 16.15 an hour in 2019, to 1764 last year. The survey is normally released in November, but it was delayed this year. The Trump administration initially killed the survey only to be ordered by a judge to reinstate it. Daybreak will continue after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Baldwin takes reins of ag approach. The Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, which writes annual budgets for USDA and FDA, is under new leadership. Wisconsin Democrat Tammy Baldwin is taking over as chairwoman. John Hovind, a North Dakota Republican, will be the subcommittee's ranking Republican. Two other Democrats joining the subcommittee are Brian Schatz of Hawaii and Martin Heinrich of New Mexico. There's one new Republican, Indiana's Mike Braun. By the way, Oregon Senator Jeff Merkley had been the top Democrat on the Ag Panel. He'll now chair the Interior Environment Subcommittee, which is responsible for the Interior Department, EPA, and the Forest Service. Milk producers praise Baldwin's appointment. One of the first farm groups to congratulate Baldwin was the National Milk Producers Federation. NMPF President and CEO Jim Mulhern called her an effective champion for dairy farmers in Wisconsin and beyond. She has fervently fought for dairy's good name in the face of FDA unwillingness to enforce clear, simple dairy product terms, Mulhern said. She also has played a key role in efforts to positively reform dairy policy and tirelessly worked on appropriations committee to champion dairy innovation as well as initiatives to combat farmer stress in rural America. Ethanol conference looks ahead after a rough year. 
A leading biofuel group heads to its annual conference looking at opportunities ahead despite production still below year-ago levels. The National Ethanol Conference begins virtually today. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says ethanol production is still running 10 to 15 percent below pre-pandemic levels. We still have a ways to go, but I have to be honest, we feel really good about how far the industry has come to recover from what we saw last spring, Cooper told AgriPulse. Moving ahead, Cooper thinks the Biden administration can optimize the carbon-reducing potential of the renewable fuel standard as it looks for ways to mitigate climate change. He pointed to an RFA Commission study released Friday showing carbon intensity of corn-based ethanol is now 45% below the carbon intensity of gasoline. Ag's share of greenhouse gas emissions rose in 2019. The share of agriculture's greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. increased to about 9.6% in 2019, from 9.3% in 2018, that according to the EPA's annual report released Friday. The increased percentage resulted from higher emissions from agriculture and lower emissions overall. EPA reported greenhouse gas emissions dropped 1.7% between 2018 and 2019, Emissions from fossil fuel combustion fell 2.7% between 2018 and 2019, but still accounted for about 74% of all emissions. Nitrous oxide emissions from soil management made up 58% of all agricultural emissions, methane from cow burps about 28%, and manure management about 10%. The report also notes that ag soils alone accounted for 75% of all nitrous oxide emissions and 5.2% of total greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. nitrous oxide has a global warming potential nearly 300 times that of carbon dioxide. Philippines considers opening border to more U.S. pork. The Philippines government is working on a plan to open up its border to more pork imports as the country contends with shortages and consumer complaints about high prices. That according to the National Pork Producers Council. This latest proposal comes on the heels of NPPC's recent meeting with the Philippines ambassador to the U.S., Jose Manuel Romulides, says the group representing U.S. producers. NPPC has been working with the Philippines government for more than a year to negotiate an expansion of the quota and lower pork import tariffs. NPPC welcomes the government's proposal as the Philippines holds tremendous market opportunities for U.S. pork exports. The current quota is 54,000 metric tons, but the government is proposing to increase that to 400,000 tons. Here's today's He Said It. Most people would assume it should be the politician who should be in a jail cell, said Representative Dusty Johnson, the South Dakota Republican. He was commenting on the prison-like brick wall behind AgriPulse's Spencer Chase during a webinar on Friday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 16th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.